Thank you for calling Extra Mile Insurance Solution. Please hold for the next available insurance agent. Good afternoon, Extra Mile. This is Nikki. How can I help you? Good afternoon, Nikki. This is Joey Jingola. Hey, Joey. What, uh... What's going on? I mean, I know we've talked a little bit, Nikki, but I mean, um, uh, you know, I thought uh, big things are happening. Uh, you just opened a building. How's that going? It's going great. I uh, I have so much business I can't keep up, oh. and I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to get somebody else in here to help me. So that's a good problem. It is certainly a good problem to have. Um, now, I know because, like, I remember the last time we talked, you were just like, three days in or something like that to the whole thing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, it yep. was pretty fresh. Uh, so what is, I mean, what's been going on since then? Like, what's, what, how did you get to, I have too much business uh, that I don't know what to do with so quickly? Well, when I had the temporary office inside the mortgage company, um, I was kind of trying to build some relationships there and it really wasn't working out. I didn't think too well. I was getting a lot of referrals from the mortgage company, but nothing was closing and it was just, um, the policies weren't selling. And so I thought I just need to go back to my, I was doing a lot of captive um, agency referrals before that. And before I had opened this agency when I was with AAA. So I just went back to that and started focusing on those and picked up another um, state farm, a pretty large one here. So they started referring to me more. And then it's like, as soon as I moved into my new space, all of a sudden, all the mortgage quotes that I'd done in the last two months started selling and hitting. And then the mortgage uh, loan officers started sending me more and more and more. So I wasn't expecting that part of it to snowball. Uh, I think it just took me a little bit to get that one built up. The mortgage side, I wasn't realizing it. And now that I, and then I had gone after the captive referrals. So now both of those together on top of just the people who've been waiting for me to move to this location, it's all kind of hitting at once. Well, geez, Nikki, that's quite a bit. Uh, hold on. Let's, uh, let's pump the brakes there for a second. Um, what, what, um, so you think you were just were impatient on the mortgage stuff? Like you just, it, it just was, you weren't giving it enough lead time to where it, it was, it, it needed to close or was there, were you noticing something specific as far as, you know, just the type of, of business that was coming through that you didn't think really had much of, of a potential? Um, I think it didn't have that much of a potential is what I was thinking. And I think a lot of it was just not communicating with the loan officers very well. You know, they want to be in control of it and they want you to give everything to them and not talk to the customer until they're mm -hmm. for sure they're going to go with you. And once I started um, kind of asking them a little bit more questions and seeing like, okay, you sent me, 10 referrals and only one of these is choosing me. If I can't get in front of the customer, what, why are they choosing? And they started showing me policies and I started, of course, poking holes all over the ones they were getting. And they were, they were pretty bad. <laughs> Some of them were from, you know, Geico or Allstate or whoever. Um, and once they realized that I, you know, I was a little bit higher for a reason and they got yeah. to know me a little bit more and trust me, they started sending you know, kind of pushing me a little bit more towards their customer instead of just looking at the number. Mm. And then also I, yeah. So that was a big part of it is that they, they'll send you a referral all day long 
And I'm sending them, you know, a, a very small gift card, 10 bucks for any time they send me a referral. So they're going to keep sending them, but to get them to actually um, put my name in front of the customer is where I started making a difference when, you know, their team Nikki on board and ready to, to push that quote, even if they're bringing their own quote, they could kind of come back to it. So that, that really helped. And just building the relationship with them, I think yeah. made a huge difference. And it took a little bit, you know, I was there three months. Well, what did that, what did that conversation look like? like? What did you say to them to say, listen, I need a little bit more access here. Were they, were they receptive? Uh, were they kind of, did they push back? Like, what was that? Um, some of them are re uh, receptive pretty quickly, but I, I think until I actually sat down with them and was comparing the policies that they were um, letting their customers go with and like, almost kind of a scare tactic a little bit. First of all, I was like this bringing their own um, underwriting back on them. I'm like, this is not even going to pass your underwriting. You know, people having too high deductibles or not even meeting the loan amount and they weren't even paying attention to that kind of stuff. So letting them know that I was going to help them get it closed and they're, they're missing things that kind of helped. And then, you know, really just getting them to trust me a little bit yeah. that if my quote's a little high, don't just disregard it, come ask me or show me what they're bringing. And 99% of the time, the quotes that were lower, they were because the coverages were, you know, pretty bad. Isn't it amazing? Just the simplest of explanations on, on a few coverage points that people are like immediately like, Oh yeah, no, that makes sense. And that's worth, you know, $10 or whatever it is. It's just amazing. Yeah, highlighting makes a big difference, which is crazy. <laughs> I just go through the old, the other policy with some highlighters so they could really see this is where you're messing up. And it's crazy. It just, especially a loan officer who's doing it every day. It, it was amazing to me how many of them are just looking at the bottom of the page mm -hmm. and then handing their customer the one that has the lowest amount without even looking at it. Well, and that, well, I think that's interesting because, you know, you turned it into, you know, a reflection on them. You know, it's like, listen, how how dare you kind of present this swill to your clients? Like, you you know, they deserve better from you. And this is, you know, because, I mean, there are, I mean, they're technically, you know, putting their, line, their, their name on the line when they say, here, I've gotten some quotes for you. And, you know, here you go. If something happens, they're going to be associated with that in a little bit, I think. And I don't think they ever think about that. They honestly had never even thought about it until I showed them. This agent obviously has not even looked at your customer's house because it says it's a brick and the house is actually frame. You know, it was it was way off. So you're trusting, you know, this agent to pay your pay your company back if the house burns down and they're not gonna get anything because this this policy was so messed up. So I just have to be a little bit uh, firm with them and then just be consistent and make sure that I'm staying in front of them and and it wasn't intentional in the beginning because I wasn't getting anything out of it. It didn't seem like, and I think I just needed to get my pipeline built up. Did you, did you just, say, did, did you just like ask for a meeting? Like say, can I see what you're presenting them or? Yeah, because it was starting to get frustrating because I was wasting a lot. I'm like, you're asking me to quote two or three. Yeah. Cause I was in an office that had 15 loan officers and they were using me to kind of uh, gauge their the um, approvals. Yeah. yeah. And they weren't really using it at all to, to get the insurance. And so I, I was wasting time. And so once I kind of got fed up with it, I was like, okay, I need, I've quoted you, you know, 10, 10 policies. Where am I going wrong? Because there's obviously something that's missing. And they started showing me the, 
the ones they were using. And then once that happened, I was able to get in and kind of show them the difference. Is this just with that one place that you were at that you've kind of done this? Or have you been able to replicate this? Yeah, it was just, I haven't been, haven't tried yet because I, like, I just opened the agency mid-January. So I haven't really had the chance. And I honestly had discounted the mortgage referrals. And I haven't ever really worked mortgage referrals before in the past. Because I've been an intern, you know, seven years or so. And I usually, uh, that is just not a way I've ever done it. But because I was able to be inside of that office, I thought, you know, I need to try it. And after the two months, I was like, eh, this is this is not for me. And now all of a sudden, it's, oh, my gosh, it's working. And I <laughs> didn't even know it. So I'm scrambling trying to pick up where I was. So I'm try- I want to make sure I get the timeline clear. Uh, you were, were you out on your own and you still had space inside that mortgage office? Yeah. So I was, a, um, before I opened the agency, I was a captive agent yeah, with I remember AAA. That. Yeah. And then I left them and I was trying to open um, this agency, but I didn't have, of course, the funds to get a space. <clears throat> and so I had one mortgage referral partner that was a friend that would send me maybe one or two things a month. Mm-hmm. And I just reached out to him because I knew they had a pretty big office and asked if they had any space available. So they let me office out of that there for three months got it and then then you decided to move out on into your own space and you mentioned i was curious you said you had a bunch of people waiting for you to move into the new space is it a, was it like an ex, is it close to where you're at or is it a little bit further away? yeah so i actually live in owasso which is where the new space is and i was working in tulsa hmm. and so i didn't really have as many connections uh, there got it uh, my my Oklahoma geography is a little rusty, Nikki. Like, what are we talking like mileage wise or time wise? I, I deal with, I deal with time about wise. thirty minutes okay. away. So enough enough. Oklahoma to... people are are not. Uh, they're pretty lazy. They, they don't like to go if it's more than five or ten minutes away. Okay, that's good to know. I didn't know that was a thing. Uh, basically, you, you there's a good chance you're not running into the same people at the grocery store. That's you've you've moved far enough. So Absolutely, you're not, you're not yeah. To see those people out and about. You found that to be just enough. Uh, you know, kind of removed from that, that sweet spot that it was kind of impacting business a little bit. Right. I wasn't able to focus on the community at all because I was so far away uh, in Tulsa. No, nobody wanted to do business when there's people right here that can do it already. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, Well, the other thing that I found interesting was the, you're kind of going after captive referrals um, yeah, <clears throat> I started out at State Farm as a producer. Oh, I was there probably six years ago. And then when I left there, um, I went to an independent and was working as a producer for another agent. And so that's kind of where it started. I was just talking to my friends who I used to work with and they were sending me things. And then when I moved uh, to AAA and uh, AAA in Oklahoma is kind of the hybrid where they're acting as an independent I started going after some other captives and that, and that was working pretty well for me. And then, like I said, when the mortgage uh, thing wasn't really panning out too well, I started looking at other captives and landed a pretty big state farm office here. And it's actually in Tulsa and got them to send all their stuff to me exclusively, which is awesome. Huh. I just, I just, so I I have just been, that. that sounds, sounds tricky. Well, I've been trying to actually work with that agent for a while, and he didn't want anything to do with me when I was at AAA because essentially they're comp- you know direct competitors. And I saw him at a Christmas party at actually the mortgage company I was officing in, 
okay. and said, hey, I'm getting ready to uh, open an independent. You know, what do you think about partnering it now? And he was like, absolutely, you know, let's do it because it wasn't a conflict at that point. And then I hadn't um, been able to get him really to connect until about oh, about two months ago. I got him kind of nailed down and he talked to his uh, all his staff and it's been they've been sending me all kinds of stuff. Now, did you have to like help, like kind of like outline like a process, or did you kind of let that leave that on him, and they figured it out to where you know he just said, "Hey, yo, we're going all everything's going to Nikki here. Make sure that happens, and everybody kind of falls in line." Yeah, he kind of tested the waters a little bit and kind of threw me a couple big weird ones. Uh, it, most of it, of course, is going to be commercial that I'm getting from them. Some non-standard auto or you know non-renewal homes, but the majority of it is some weird commercial and so like he asked if i could do a medical marijuana testing lab um some weird manufacturing things i think he just didn't really know if i had the markets or not and would be able to take care of them and once i was able to take care of a couple of those customers then he gave the okay like all right she's gonna be able to do it let's let's send them to her but there wasn't anything formal that went on other than me just taking care of the, the few he sent me at the beginning that makes sense. Um, so that that's basically the agreement. They they'll send basically you know commercial business. Will they throw any personal lines that they can't like? Yeah. Okay. All of it. I'll get mobile homes vacants, um, non renewal homes for claims, um, pretty much anything they can't write. There, I have three state farms that send it all to me. So now I, I just have to ask this question: Are you going crazy at any point in time, Nikki? Because that's a lot of different things you just said right there. So I mean, are you handling the the variety well? Yeah, I mean, as far as the the, the small commercial things are, you know, a little bit different, you know. But I've kind of been doing that for a while, so I'm the I'm not going after anything huge, crazy commercial wise. You know, it's typically somebody that has their home and all with them, and they can't do their their businesses. I mean, I'm doing a mobile detailing guy right now for for them and a daycare. So. I'm pretty familiar with those from being at the independent before. Mm -hmm. To me, it's just having to be, um, I'm the only one here. So taking care of everything, the service and claims and accounting. And that's a little, that's the thing that's driving me a little bit crazy. And the policy, I feel like the insurance stuff I already had down pretty well before I started it. All things considered, Um, you sound, uh, you sound very, very positive and upbeat on the whole thing. So that hasn't gotten you too much. Well, I slept pretty good last night, so you yeah. caught me on a good day. All right, well, good. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, I, I try to stay positive because, you know, you can go down that hole pretty quickly, uh, getting overwhelmed with, with everything that's coming at you. Well, you said you're looking for somebody to, to bring in. What's what's the thought process there? Like just kind of traditional straight service, or what are you thinking? Um, You know, right now it's, it's probably not going to happen for a while just because I'm just, you know, as – commissions how they take a while to come in i'm just now starting to even get any income in sure i'm waiting to kind of see how those are going to look for a few months before i think about it but um i thought about doing straight service but i really think i want to at first kind of do a hybrid i guess it's going to depend on the person that i find because i definitely want somebody that can do some of the the sales maybe even somebody that could take over the commercial part and just deal directly with those. Because right now I'm small enough to where I don't have an t- overwhelming amount of service that needs to be taken care of. 
but hopefully I'll get there where I will. Well, yeah, obviously. But I think it would make more sense to have a dual role. Yeah, obviously, you know, you said only being not even a year into the whole thing. I mean, I'm assuming that some of that will start to catch up and, uh, you know, in the next year or two where, you know, more and more service might start to hit, um, you know, potentially depending on, you know, what you bring on and stuff. Um, like, what do you, like, where do you want it? Like, what are, what are your goals? What are your ambitions? Like, where do you, where do you want to take it? Well, of course, you know, I want to overtake this town, this little town of Owasso here. And as far as insurance goes, there's yeah. uh, everyone here in this area is a little bit behind on the times. And I've been doing the video quoting mm -hmm. and trying to get some of the digital marketing going as best I can on top of doing everything else. But no, nobody else is really doing that, so it's kind of setting me apart. But I'd like to kind of lead the way in this area in that. Um, of course, I want to get to where I can have another person in here with me. I don't sure. think I'll be able to grow until I do where I need to be. Yeah, actually, I remember um, now. That, I remember now that you said that. I remember you posting in inside the uh, Insiders Facebook group uh, the day you posted your or you did your first uh, video proposal. Um, how, how, I mean, have you noticed any dramatic improvements on that? Um, from, from definitely, that? uh, it's definitely gotten a lot better and I, I have definitely shortened them a lot at the beginning. I was taking way too long and I don't think anybody was watching it till the very end, honestly. Um, yeah, obviously there's the performance piece of it, but have you seen anything from the response? Has that gotten better? Oh, the response has been great. It's, something that nobody is doing, like I said, in this area. It definitely has helped, especially on some of those mortgage ones where they're like, okay, here's their email. And it's a way for me to actually kind of interact with them a little bit. Of course, I don't, I'll talk to them before we bind the policy or anything, but in the initial phases, it's a way I can get in front of them. And it, it, it has helped. I'm selling more now than I was captive. So, Have you thought about taking the video outside of the proposal environment? I have. I have not gotten there yet. <laughs> I've definitely thought about it a lot, and um, it's the next step. Well, I have to add, like, what's like, what's what's rolling around there, Nikki? What what are some thoughts? I'm curious. I got to know. Like, what kind of videos I'm going to do, or like, how I'm going to? Yeah, all, all all of the things. Just let your imagination go, Nikki. Just have fun with it. What, what, what's what? What have you been <laughs> workshopping well, in your I, brain? I really wanted to do some highlights with the loan officers I was working with a little bit on Facebook, kind of give them some props uh, to kind of encourage that relationship. I've wanted to highlight some of the businesses I've been writing as well on my website. Do some, you know, I don't know, on location or what, but with the business owners. Um, yeah. And just some things like that have been rolling around in my head that I want to do. I just haven't been able to do it. I definitely want to do the reviews with my customers, um, and I ha have not been able to do that yet either. Um, um, one thing that was interesting that struck me that just that whole sequence of um, comparing the the policies of what you know that one place was putting in front of their clients and how you kind of like you said started poking holes, doing something around that so you you don't even necessarily need to do the meeting. I mean, you probably will do the meeting, but it makes that meeting go much faster. If you have that video, um, yeah, you just shoot them in an email. It's just like, Hey, yo, I did this for such and such. And you might want to drop the name. They might know who it is, or I don't know, maybe you don't, I don't know. But, um, yeah, that would be interesting to where it might kind of grease the wheels on that process a little bit. Like send it to the loan officer showing it or to the actual customer. 
No, no, yeah. So, like, if you wanna, if you wanna get more um, referral partners, right? Like, if you're, or if you're mm-hmm. struggling with that, ref- you know, just the same process of like, hey, you had a relationship, they were sending you some stuff, it wasn't really working, you weren't getting the business. Um, just that whole like, hey, I'm gonna, you know, this is the difference in value, and you know, you're, you're, you're trying to save them ten bucks, and and you're doing it at the cost of, you know, a couple hundred thousand bucks potentially based on whatever, you know, um, just that whole right. that whole conversation, it, it just you know, having that in a video that you can shoot out to in an email following up or, or even to, you know, whatever it's like, Hey, we just wanted to make sure that we've, I've, I've run into this. This is a big problem. You know, this is something that I've come across with a couple other, um, loan officers. And I didn't know if, you know, if you, you've kind of reviewed what, you know, these policies are that you're presenting sometimes. And, and it would just be kind of an easy way to kind of expedite that whole thing. Um, just when you said it got me excited for, like, Hey, I want to go make this video. Now. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, that would save me some time for sure and kind of be able to get the point across pretty quickly. Um, all right. Well, what, what is, uh, what, what is the community look like? I mean, like you said, like everybody's behind the times, it feels like you, you kind of basically, you know, you're, you're only competing with yourself in that regards with all that stuff. So that, that, that sounds like it should be, um, I don't, easy, easy, easy is a bit of a, uh, a derogatory. I don't want to say it's going to be easy, but it seems like, you know, you, you kind of have a lot of opportunity in front of you to kind of grab a lot of that attention. Yeah, definitely. It's something I, I want to do and do pretty quickly. Um, now that I'm in, in the community and in the space, I can kind of focus on that a lot more because like I said, it, you're right. It's nobody's doing it. It definitely would get me in front of a lot of people quickly and grab their attention. I'm curious, like uh, looking, reflecting back here over the last six months and even, you know, kind of the rest of your insurance career, like what's like one thing that, you know, if you, I don't want to say do it over, but what's the one thing, because I, I know a ton of other agents that are in similar positions, they're going out on their own, they have recently been out or thinking about it. Like, what, like, how do you get to that point? Or like, what's one thing, you know, what's like, what's the one thing that, you know, you would watch out for or be careful of, or is there, is there just that one thing, like if you could tell that agent something, what would that be? There's lots of <laughs> lots of things. The one thing to look out for, you know, a lot of it was I feel like I waited a little bit too long and doubted myself before I actually took the the leap. And now once I'm in here, I realize I could have done this, you know, five years ago and been a lot further ahead. And everything doesn't have to be perfect and lined up, you know, for you to go out on your own. You probably know way more than you think you do. And you just got to quit doubting yourself. It's kind of, I'm kind of getting in my way a little bit myself. And that's kind of been my biggest barrier is my own self. So I think that's, I don't know, that's kind of what you're, we're asking, but that's kind of been one of my biggest challenges is my own self-doubt in my, and what I can do either if it's stepping out and making the, the videos or doing things I haven't tried before um, or just doing things that I normally have you know, corporation or someone behind me doing them on your own is a little different. And it's a little scary, but I just kind of had to rip the bandaid off and jump in and make that first video and call that referral, referral uh, partner or kind of call out the loan officer. And I just kind of had to go for it and get over myself a little bit. 